Good morning. So here's a question. Are you a good parent? Or are you a parent that just constantly beats yourself up? We're going to get into it. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I am your host, James Borman. And if you are coming through, please do hit the love heart button. And also in the comments, what I want you to do is let me know, uh, do you consider yourself a loving, good parent? Or are you one of those parents that just beat yourself up all of the time? Cool. All right. So um, welcome if you're coming through. Um, I've been uh, thinking and, and dwelling and being in a, a state of reflection about parenting. All right. <clears throat> the open, uh, it's an open book, right? Yeah, it's one of those things that there is no straight answer to. And I think everybody's, um, and I think everyone's opinion on parenting um, is very different and it's subjective to, to the individual, what makes a good parent. Um, and I really just like, this is just really like a chat in a pub. So I'm going to tell you a story before we start. Um, so I want to tell you about a story about a, about a guy and his boy. And every single weekend, they used to go and see, uh, his, he used to go and see his granddad. And he would jump on the train and they would go through the five stops. It would be about a 30 minute journey and then about a 10 minute walk to go to where the granddad lived. And they did this for years and years and years, just continuously going through. And as the boy got older, obviously he, um, he'd become a little bit more independent. Until one day he turned around and said to his dad, um, dad, is it okay if I go and see granddad by myself? And obviously being the worried parent, um, the dad was like reluctantly turned around and said, sure, no problem. Obviously, internally, completely and utterly worried. Um, so he comes to the day and the dad took the boy down. And as he got on to train, he said, listen, son, if, any, if at any point you feel worried at, any, at, at all, at any point, just always put your hand in your pocket and you'll know that everything will be all right. So he thought that's a bit weird. But yep, he got on the train. And on the next stop, six youths jumped onto the train and they were very aggressive, rowdy, loud and the young boy felt really nervous and vulnerable and alone and he suddenly remembered what his dad said to him before he got on the train always put your hand in your pocket if ever you feel nervous or afraid or vulnerable so that's exactly what he did he put his hands into his pocket and pulled out a note and the note said son, you don't have to worry I'm in a back carriage and I thought, and I heard this story, I think my mum told it to me, and it summed up perfectly how my relationship has evolved with my big two who are 15 and 17, and what my role is now as that parent. It, and, and it's very much about being that dad that is just sitting back a little bit and allowing them to live their lives and actually just be that guide and mentor to them, rather, I guess, than being that dad I am to a five-year-old and a one-year-old where, in theory, I'm keeping them alive from not doing anything stupid, right? Um, so I, I think what's important is to understand, actually, what good parenting is. Now, I don't have the answer for that. I can't turn around and say to you that, like, this is, like, exactly what good parenting looks like. Um, and what I would love for you to do in the comments, if you're listening and watching, is write down whether you feel you are 
a good parent or whether you are a parent that just worries all the time or whether you're a parent that stresses all the time. Morning, buddy. Or whether you're a parent that beats yourself up all the time. Now, my idea, and this is my criteria um, in terms of when I go through all of the emotions that I do as a parent, and we all go through them, no, I don't think anyone avoids them. There are three key words that I would associate in my world what makes up and constitutes a really great parent, okay? And these three words are making your child uh, uh, feel reassured, so always reassuring them, making them feel safe, and always making them feel loved. And they're three words that I think out of the whole week. I knew that I was going to do this show today. And I have been thinking about the key words that I would like to associate with being a good parent. And I think if I can achieve those three things, all of the other things that kind of happen in between them, um, all of those other things, it doesn't matter if they necessarily come off or they don't come off or we have arguments, we don't have arguments. As long as I can have that unconditional love, as long as I can reassure them, as long as I can make them feel safe and they know that they can always come to me, I think that's the sign for me that of being a good parent, right? Because there are times, no doubt, that um, I probably do like maybe a bad job in parenting. I, as a younger man, I was probably a little bit more selfish as a, as a younger man when I was in the military. And as I've got older, I've evolved massively. And I look at the way that I bring up my one-year-old now and I bring up my five-year-old now, and I compare that to how I brought up my older two back then, I'm a different type of human being. So I think we naturally evolve in our parenting and we evolved through our own maturity. Um, I think that we evolve um, with understanding what's important in life. I think we evolve as a parent when we become the leader of ourselves as well. I think when we are a better human being and we're functioning better with more control, um, with more uh, routine and more structure and we're in a good place, I think that allows us to lead our kids better, okay? And I think that's a really important uh, process here, okay? And I think too often we beat ourselves up and you know we love our kids unconditionally like you know for a lot of the time they're what we live for they're what we get up for they're what we thrive for they're what we what we improve ourselves for and I think sometimes um we feel like the dad guilt or if you're a mum watching the mum guilt I think that often creeps up I think a lot of the time we feel like we should not be spending time on ourselves and spending time on the kids. When we buy ourselves something nice, we feel guilty because we really think we should be spending money on, on, on the kids. <coughs> and I think if you ended up looking at a bank balance of how much money you spend on your kids and how much money you spend on yourself, there would be a vast difference, right? So you shouldn't feel guilty about things like that. Um... Sometimes I feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. And sometimes, you know, all I'm trying to do is guide them through life so that they have the basic values and principles and character to be able to show up in life, right? 
But one of the things that I've always learned is that you can't force that upon somebody. Like, I'm talking more about my older two than my five-year-old, right? Um, and my one-year-old. So when I look at my 15 and 17-year-old, and then I think about the version of me when, when I was 15 and 17-year-olds, was I listening to my mum? No. You know, I was a little rug rat, okay? And, um, and I often take the approach now of very much allowing these kids, um, allowing these kids to self-discover, okay? And, and giving them a little bit of rope um, to be able to go out there and just learn and learn from their experiences because I don't think they're ever necessarily going to understand what I've gone through as a human being to be able to give them that advice. The 15 and 17, what I want to do is be in TikTok, have a few drinks and go out with the mates, right? So they don't necessarily understand the bigger picture, the dangers of the world. They understand the dangers of the world, but they don't really understand the dangers of the world. When I'm telling my daughter and she's walking home at one o'clock in the morning, obviously not alone, but with all of her mates, and I'm saying, you do not come home alone ever. Oh, I could handle anyone that comes around me. And you're like, I, like, are you literally serious? Like, that's where I feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. So you're trying to deal with that, uh, like, naivety and, and, and trying to, like, guide and monitor them through, right? But the whole time, this is improving us as a human being. Like, I often feel like, um, I often feel that parenting is the most challenging role that I will ever face or have faced. Um, and I feel like it allows me to learn more about myself when I look at how I react to certain things, my conduct around them, the things that I'm teaching them. You know, I look at my five, I look at my five and one-year-old and... I guess the way that I'm teaching them is very different to the way I'm teaching the older two. Like we're teaching them like how to do the dishwasher, how to put the clothes in the lot like this five-year-old and she's Mrs. Independent. But then I have to be careful because I don't want them to be too independent. I, I still want them to enjoy their childhood. Like and something I see a lot in parents is like, I just can't wait till they're a little bit older and I can do this. And I'm like, but then when they're a little bit older, we wish they could, they could be young again, right? So I think... For me, I'm at two different, do two different parts of parenting. On one half, I've got two kids who are about to add, uh, enter adulthood, and on the other half, I've got two young kids who are very young and innocent and need nurturing and guidance. And I can flip from one role to talking to a five-year-old and a one-year-old to then suddenly talking to a 15-year-old who's trying to choke me out or beat me at basketball to then a 17-year-old. Um, who was actually turning into a young woman and I'm having to look for the shotgun. So for me, my conversations range in a day between all of this and it allows me to manage my energy and have to manage my energy around my businesses, around actually finding time with my wife as well. So there are lots of different things to think about in terms of being a parent. But I know that one thing is for sure and one thing that is guaranteed we, we must, not should, we must make sure that we show up for them every single day. We must make sure that we are the leaders of our own lives to be able to lead them. I know that at any point, at any time, no matter what the argument is, I want to make sure that they feel reassured that I'm there. I want them 
to feel safe and I want them to know that how much I love them and I will tell them that every single day there's not a day that has gone by where I've not told my kids that I don't that, uh, that I love them so I'll tell them every single day it's the last thing that I text even when they're, if they're at the mums I will text them and say night love you like out of routine you know always a kiss always a high five for the boy a boy always a kiss in the morning and building that reassurance in our children and that love for me can only prosper as they get older and feeling secure in themselves building that in that building that inner security um in them that they are enough that they don't need to look at other people that you know you don't need to worry about what people think of you and i think these are sort of key things that we can impart on them as being a role model of doing that ourselves understanding that actually daddy's not always in a great mood daddy does struggle mentally but that's all right and being open with that and say daddy's just having a bad day do you know but we keep moving forwards and we understand ourselves it's all right to feel those emotions i think this is more of a brain dump show more than anything but these are just subjects that i think about as being a parent you know there is no right or wrong but there is wrong like if you neglect your kids to me that's wrong like um but i think in the decisions that we make every single day we learn we learn we gain an experience you know i've been a father for 17 years there are some people who've been a parent for 30 years who then when they're giving me advice talk to me about different parts of how they're living their life and how things evolve through the 20s you know when my daughter was 11 and we were having massive issues people who had parents who, who of daughters that were 16 would say to me they're going to come back to you and in my head I'm going no there's no way and she come back to me so it's it, it's interesting that how we're all different stages of parenting and we're all learning different different bits and it's like we want to collect this dad book um, where we gain experience from other dads from other people and when we talk about things openly, like what I'm doing now, we can inherently learn a little bit more or, uh, and understand a little bit more. And I think that's it, really. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about parenting. I just wanted to talk about some of the subjects that we go through, um, some of the mindsets that we go through. You know, I don't think you should ever beat yourself up. I, I, you know, I always look at progress that's a really good sign to know if you're doing well or not. And I look at my daughter, who's 17, who's loving and caring to all of her friends. <clears throat> and I think to myself, I must have done a great job. I look at my boy and I think, man, he loves sports. He trains with me three, four times a week in the gym. He looks fit. He's not quite the final product yet. But I think, oh, I've done a pretty good job bringing him up. Do you know what I mean? He, he knows what's right and wrong. And I look at my five-year-old and then I think to myself, yeah, she's a decent, she's a decent kid, you know, super annoying at times. And then a one-year-old, I just love to look at because she just makes me feel alive, you know, keeps me on my toes. So I think parenting can put you through a whole range of emotions, right? But um, at the end of the day, there are, there are, there are soul. They're connected to us. There are drive. There are purpose. There are fire. They're the reason that we're here and want to be the best version of ourselves, right? So, anyway, listen. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. I will, uh, I'll see you Monday, ready to go, half five in the morning. Um, and for those who are coming on our six-month journey, by the way, six-month journey for those that are, are not members of ours already, we are, we are doing this for the first time. So if you're on that, then we will see you Monday as well.